Oh, boy. I hope you guys have some idea how we're going to get out of this nonsense we got ourselves into last time, because I we, sure as hell know. We got ourselves uh, into I am not time. proficient in getting out of nonsense, only getting into nonsense. <laughs> I've been yeah. asleep the whole time. I don't I don't know. I legitimately have been asleep the whole time. <laughs> well, there yeah. you go. You've I got was, a perfect I was alibi. too. You know, it's a bad leader who falls asleep and leaves his comrades to get into trouble. I don't think Carlos is the leader of anything. I You're think that's uh, president of... Things. I don't think so. <laughs> Sold, Tony. Sold. You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast, in which a bunch of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. Total Party Kill is brought to you by Loot Crate, a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, get six to eight items, including licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Order by the 19th of any given month at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate, because once the cutoff happens, it's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash partykill, one word, and enter code partykill to save $3 on any new subscription. Description. This is episode 46, posted March 2015. A door killed my brother. Welcome back to Total Party Kill, uh, season three. This is our second session. It's also episode four of the uh, of this season. When last we left our heroes, well, heroes is a strong word, our adventurers, they were pretending to be asleep after doing terrible things uh, during a, a night in the caravan. Here's your dungeon master to explain more <laughs> of what this thing is that we call Dungeons and Dragons. It's Scott McNulty. Hi, Scott. Oh, hello, Jason. Thank you. Um, so why don't uh, we all go around and tell everybody what our characters do, uh, just so that first-time listeners, uh, you're, you're getting in at an exciting point, first-time oh, yes. listeners. Exciting. That's well, a word for it. Well, let me just I'm say that. I'm so envious of you. Uh, uh, Jason, why don't you go first? All right. I am playing Carlos, Danger Dwarf, who is a mull and likes to tell people that he's a mull. Uh, Carlos is a gladiator, and he uh, he likes to fight. He doesn't like slavery. He runs where the battle is and then joins the battle. He's currently pretending to be asleep because <laughs> he well, he was resting, uh, sleeping it off after getting attacked by a helm tour, and then uh, he was awakened by uh, one of his comrades coming into the guards' quarters while carrying the unconscious form of one of his other comrades. He thinks they were up to no good and doesn't really want to know why. Steve! Steve, why don't you introduce yourself? Sure, why not? Uh, I'm Steve Lutz. I am playing Kachka. I am a three-cream bard, which means I am a bug that plays guitar. Um, and apparently uh, not very good at making complex plans. Or at least nope. conveying them to my compatriots. <laughs> or plans. That's right. It's Erica. Why don't you <laughs> explain your character? Sure. Uh, I'm Erica Ensign, and I am playing Presta Shibogan, an elven ranger. Uh, and I... I would like to point out that I'm new here. I don't really know these guys. Um, That's your story. I'm, I'm kind Clearly. of a grumpy, quiet person. I'm just keeping to myself. I'm sleeping by the, the fire pit. And yeah, out of character, I am not looking forward to finding out what my new companions, whom I vouched for, have been up to all this time. You learned an important lesson about vouching. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, why why don't you explain your character? Uh, hello, uh, my character is Regdar. He's just a, you know a normal guy making his way in the Dark Sun world today. Uh, 
just trying Takes to everything you, know, you got from what yeah, I yeah just trying to you know get get to that next paycheck a uh, little over educated for the dark sun world uh, has a lot of knowledge of esoteric topics that are not immediately relevant to say desert survival um, <laughs> and and literate Ragnar is literate yeah which Wouldn't is over educated for dark sun blah blah literacy yeah literacy has not uh, put a meal on his table yet, but he has put a lot of sand <laughs> on his table. So. And some pottery. It's, it's very sandy yeah. in Athos. Uh, yeah. Georgia, why don't you explain your character? My character's name is Scale, and I'm a half-elf magic user, but shh, we don't talk about that in these parts. And I, we have been searching around for a scarab-like object, and right now I am taking a nap, yet dreaming that my trusty band of heroes is getting themselves into trouble <laughs> while I sleep. And speaking of trouble, Dan, why don't you Hello. introduce your character? <laughs> uh, I am playing Amlal, who is the brother of our dear departed. Eglath and is looking to exact a little bit of vengeance and a little bit of honor in the memory of his dearly departed brother. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a all half, out of honor. Half giant barbarian. Yeah, I'm all out of honor. It's on, on to vengeance and bubblegum. Delicious, delicious bubblegum. Made of sand. Giant all vengeance. And gum. Mmm, delicious. So, uh, I guess we should quickly recap what happens. I'm not okay. sure if I can... <laughs> Because Defies I'm still not sure I understand what happened. Uh, but I do believe, uh, so you guys were sent by the Veiled Alliance, uh, of which uh, Scale is a member, uh, to find these scarabs, the Shakwak Beetle, actually, which is causing some trouble. Uh, it, it nullifies arcane and psychic abilities, and uh, certain unsavory types are using them to enslave folks, uh, which is not good. So the Veiled Alliance has asked you, A, to find out where they're coming from, uh, what's happening. Uh, so they, they asked you to go onto this caravan because they think that uh, this house uh, has been implicated in uh, smuggling these beetles. So they want you to find out if the beetles are on this caravan and kind of figure out where they're coming from. Uh, you found out that House Sham, which was your former employer, is one of the kind of enemies, or maybe enemies is a strong word, but not a big fan of this house. Uh, the house name that I am forgetting at the moment. Amcatch. Amcatch, there you go. Uh, I'm trying to paint a world. Eh, details don't matter. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so you, you successfully became guards on this caravan. Uh, you encountered a helmed horror that was full of scarabs, and that was a super e easy battle. Um for most everybody. Uh, then uh, the, the caravan stopped for the night, so our heroes decided to investigate the uh, caravan uh, and search for these beetles. Uh, Scale and uh, Presta went outside to hang out by the fire, uh, but before Scale left, she uh, negotiated her way into the secure cargo hold and found out that it was full of... Uh, uh, you know, expensive stuff, uh, silk and jewelry and all that kind of stuff, but no no beetles were to be found anywhere. Uh, Ketchka, I believe, held an impromptu concert in the cargo bay. I did. The uh, slaves loved it. <laughs> as Umlal was looking around, uh, nothing to be found there. Uh, you guys checked out the water place, I think. There wasn't anything there. Uh, you went then. You decided, well, clearly... Well, some of you decided this. Carlos went to bed, 
Uh, Going to bed always makes a great adventure. (laughs) Running headlong into his dreams. Uh, Ketchka, uh, Regdar, and Umlal decided, well, hey, why don't we make our way up to uh, the caravan master's cabin? Uh, And his name is Brezrek. Uh, He probably has something going on up there. Uh, So you went in there, up there, there were some guards. You uh, suggested to one of the guards that he bring you many bowls of stew, as I recall. Yes. (laughs) All the stew. As he was gone, you decided uh, that you did not know subterfuge, so you'd break down the master's <laughs> cabin's door, I believe. That sounds a lot yes. more conscious than I remember that decision being. <laughs> no subterfuge on Athos. Uh, you broke in. Regdar was like, holy crap, I have a spell that will find the beetles. Uh, sadly, it did not do that. Uh, <laughs> nope. And so you Wait, ran- Regdar has spells? Uh, well, he had an ability. He had a feeling. Oh, okay. <laughs> a hunch. I was uh, hooked on that feeling. <laughs> and as you were ransacking the cabin, uh, by chance, another guard came walking by and asked you what you were doing, to which Ketchka said, and I, I get a little hazy on this part, Ketchka uh, said that she <laughs> broke into the master's cabin because she had a crush on the master and wanted to seduce him right. while she was there. Was that well, right? Well, no, the, the, the door was unlocked. And Kachka just went in, right. even though ah, the door is yes. never okay. unlocked. Records and, from that era are sketchy. At and best. then locked the door <laughs> behind her. Are, are you sure we did all this? Because this all sounds really dumb. And then the <laughs> I am positive. And then the um, and then the idea was that the two Lummoxes, uh, the story was going to be that they broke in the door uh, because they heard Kachka in there and were concerned for the lady's honor. Well, no, no, they were concerned that there was somebody rifling through the master's cabin. That was the oh, whole idea. Oh, was that it? Okay. Did. Well, that was not as clear to all <laughs> concerned. Only perhaps. to find Kachka in whatever passes for bug negligee, which yes, you know, mm-hmm. which is sand. Yeah, <laughs> it's always the answer is always sad. I believe it is a bugleger. Thank you. Uh, and so the guard, for whatever reason, was kind of believing this mm-hmm. uh, until the other guard with the eight bowls of stew arrived back. <laughs> uh, and then he thought, "Well, this is getting a little crazy. I really need to ask Bresrick what's going on." Uh, so I you guys, that wait my here. part of the plan was great. <laughs> Yes, it's true. So he asked you guys to stay there. He had uh, either Maguire or Toby, one of them, uh, <laughs> stationed outside the cabin, and he went off to, to find uh, Bresrick. Ma- Toby uh, left. Maguire, oh, uh, who was our, our friend who brought us the bowls of stew, yes, he remained. Right. And, was, and then was soothed to sleep <laughs> with a yes. song of Kachka. Also, you, you, you neglected that Kachka did a hootenanny. And made all oh, the yes. slaves dance in the cargo hold oh, until that. they were yelled at by their slave masters. It's important. I don't. I don't want to miss that. Point. <laughs> there was a lot of role playing last time. Yes. Uh, Not very good. I hope but it those was listeners said they wanted more role playing mixed in with the combat, <laughs> and I think they're regretting that decision now. Yes. Yes. We we put uh, we put poor McGuire to sleep and also slept Regdar. Uh, yes. And then for some reason I didn't realize I could just slap him awake, and so we carried him <laughs> back to the cabin. <laughs> Yes. Very sweet, really. To which uh, Carlos uh, made his constitution saving throw. He woke up. He looked at you guys. He said, uh, pretended he was still asleep. (laughs) He did not want anything to do with it. Wait, wait. This is is crucial. We left McGuire by the catapult on the deck along with his eight (laughs) empty bowls of stew. Oh, that's right. I put McGuire in the wrong place. So I have. Thank God we ate all the stew. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that would have really ruined our plan if it, if we'd left a chunk of meat in the bottom of those bowls or something. Chunk of sand, Steve. Chunk of sand. Chunk of sand. Oh, it's just sand stew. Oh. That sounds delicious. Oh, wait. Who's this dude? 
What dude? What dude? Oh, he's a guard. He looks guard! pretty hipped. Is he? Is he the guard? The guard? He he is he is the guard that scale uh, seduced into yes. allowing. Uh, so that is not. I feel like that word is. I I don't know if that's the sweet word sweet talked just, convinced. I don't know if we went all the way convinced. down the past to seduction. Yeah, there. I think uh, that's yeah. Uh, into allowing uh, her to look into the I don't know how much you know about the art of seduction, Scott McNulty, but Very that's, a little. Different po- that's a different podcast. <laughs> I've, read, I've, I've read many, many books. Throwing tomes. seduction scenarios into RPGs always goes really well. <laughs> I've never seen it not be creepy. <laughs> There's a lot of rolling. It's a, just like in real life, a lot of rolling dice. <laughs> Marissa is a lucky woman, Scott. Oh, she is. <laughs> <laughs> the number of ones I've rolled. Uh, and so, uh, that is where we've left it. Um, as I was saying earlier, I had not planned for this eventuality. How could you so, not? I know, it's craziness. Uh, yeah, I apologize. I, Scott, while we were during the break, I was thinking, maybe Scott will just use this opportunity to change this entire adventure into <laughs> us being left behind on the sands of Athens. <laughs> Forget like about those beetles we were investigating. Now it's just the adventurers. How do we get our ride home? home? I feel yeah. like that is actually not the first time this has happened to me. <laughs> now that is an option. It's always an option. Remember, this is a story that we build together. Um, but uh, so we'll see what happens. So that's where we left off when build, last we tear played. it down. Definitions are a little yeah, fuzzy. No, no adventure survives contact with players. Um, <laughs> you you bastards. <laughs> uh, so we left there. Uh, we spent a lot of time with three particular characters, uh, so I'm going to switch and start with Scale and Presta, who were awake and kind of eating outside. Uh, so we'll work with them for a little bit, see if they want to do anything. Um, so I'll set the scene. Remember, you all stopped for uh, the evening. A bunch of fires were set. Everybody's kind of gathered around the campfire, eating their stew. Uh, some people are tending to the fire. Some people are, you know, making the stew. There are a lot of people in this caravan. There's lots of activity. Uh, Brezrek is uh, on the map. He is talking to Holthet, who you'll remember is the half-giant who hired you guys and is in charge of the guards. Uh, and they're just chatting away because he's basically second in command to Brezrek. Um, and there you go. So, uh, Scale and Presta, uh, anything in particular you want to do? Well, I'm sitting, I'm sitting down, uh, painting some beads on my bracelet, uh, in colors of purple, yellow, and red. And I have a bunch of them, and I'm busy doing that as I'm chatting away with Presta about, I wonder what everyone's doing. I'm sure that they're just <laughs> gathering knowledge and completely safe. Um, are you enjoying the fire? Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> she so there are, a bunch of, there are other people that you can talk to. If you don't want to talk to anybody, that's fine. Uh, I'm sensing you may not want to talk to anybody. So, uh, so you guys notice, uh, as you're sitting there talking to each other, uh, a guard kind of make his way to Brezrak uh, and who looks kind of confused uh, and he's talking he stops uh, and he's clearly in a hurry to get to Brezrak he start he stops and uh talks to Brezrak Brezrak looks surprised you can't really hear what they're saying without making an effort uh, I'm not sure if you want to make that effort or not sure I don't have any reason to make the effort because I don't even know why these folks are here yet. (laughs) So I'm just going to eat my stew. All right. I Uh, I ask Brezrek, I say, you know, what, you know, is there something wrong? Can I help you? 
So uh, you get up, you approach, you hear the guard saying, well, that's the story they told me. Uh, there's a Thrykreen waiting in your office for you. Uh, and Bresrek was like, what? I, 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 this makes absolutely no sense, but we need to, to get to the bottom of this. Uh, and so he points to you, Scale, and you, Presta, and he says, you two, come with me. Uh, and this guard will lead us back to my uh, room. Seems like there's something going on. We need to investigate. Okay. And so okay. you guys I go off line. and you go to his office uh, where he discovers that no one is there. There's <laughs> <laughs> a sleeping guy. There's a sleepy guy by the catapult. Uh, and he's like, what is going on here? Uh, McGuire, uh, explain yourself. And he said, well, when I left, Toby was guarding the place. Uh, I don't know. They must have knocked him out and they must be hiding somewhere. Uh, and so the master says, ugh. This, this is just what I thought. Sabotage on the caravan. Uh, you two. And he, he points to you, Scale, and you, Presta. Uh, you find these people. Uh, McGuire, explain what they look like. Uh, so he says, okay, well, one was a Thrykreen. Uh, they all kind of look alike. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, come on. Uh, oh. Just saying. <laughs> uh, the other was a half-giant. I signed up for post-colonialism D&D. <laughs> The other is a half-giant, uh, a big one. Uh, there is really only uh, two half-giants in the caravan. One is Holtet, and the other is that other guy. I don't know his name. Wasn't Holtet. <laughs> uh, and there's, there's only that, one... That sounds sketchy as descriptions go. <laughs> there was only, there's only one Thrykreen, uh, so it's probably that one. I don't know. And then there was a guy. I didn't really get a good look at the guy. <laughs> Just an he, average guy. Just an average guy. He was wearing... Uh, Find the most average of guys on our crew. <laughs> this is why you cultivate an image of, uh, you know, just being a guy. I will point out that on a crew populated with half-giants and three-creens, the average guy might stand out. Well, that's true. There are, there are a lot of humans as well. There are, yeah. there are like 40 guards uh, associated with Caravan. A bunch of slaves. Uh, there are some moles. And uh, it's, it's a thriving community. Uh, so he says, okay, you two, find these people, bring them back to my cabin. Or find okay. out where they went. We'll do that. All right. Sure. <laughs> we, we escape and hope to find them before someone else does. Yeah, I think we should, well, I guess the first place to look would just be the guards' quarters, since we didn't see them outside at all, did we? You no. did not. So now okay. you know that there's only one person, well, two people, who actually saw them in the cabin. Uh, one is comp- unconscious at the moment. Bresrick is going over to, to wake him up. Uh, and the other is Maguire, uh, who says, I'll, I'll tag along with you guys, uh, and I'll, 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 you know, identify them. Before we, before we go downstairs, I, I'd like to say to Bresrick, um, okay, so you said sabotage. What exactly was sabotaged in your, in your cabin? Uh, well, I mean, uh, we just got here a couple of minutes, uh, like 30 seconds ago, but the, it looks like it's completely tossed because the previous characters searched the place, so I don't think they were too delicate my, about my it. My purple pants are just <laughs> on the floor. They're everywhere. The, gar- the lock has been broken, so the door is broken down, so clearly they were looking for something. I don't know what they were looking for. Uh, I don't keep any many valuables in my cabin, uh, and he looks under his, he lifts up his bed, and under there is a strong box, uh, and he opens it up, and he says, well, all the records that I keep here look in order uh, and I keep some money in here and it seems to be fine so I don't know what they were looking for but we need to find Ooh. out who they are okay. we went through like that entire guy's wardrobe and never thought to look under his bed it that seems true. unlikely <laughs> I just I thought the one thing we did right was search the room and apparently no <laughs> sadly 
But oh, well. uh, lessons uh, learned. Scale and Presta look into the lockbox as he's opening it, and it just looks like it has some records and uh, yeah, like a bag sure. of money. Oh yeah, There's what's no, in there? Rolling Stones? Or, no, no, those uh, records are like kept on like a beetle, right? None, none vinyl. No, <laughs> no, there, there no, are no beetles the in there. Are there some beetles records not big in enough. there? It's <laughs> entirely <laughs> Abbey Road. There's Abbey a Abbey Road. Road. That's a good one. Uh, and so he says, well, "Just, just find them." <laughs> And McGuire says, "Okay, let's go. They can't. They can't have gone farther. Far. Uh, so uh, let's start. Uh, so the, you're on the third level. There are three levels to the um, the caravan. Uh, there's the the top level, which is called the upper deck. Uh, there's the main deck, uh, which is one below, and then there's the cargo deck, which is two below. Uh, and you guys knew that uh, you had previously staked out the guard room on the main deck as where you were going to." to uh, go to sleep so you may want to uh, do that yeah. do let's, with that what you will <laughs> let's let's head there and check it out i think that's the best course of action all right so you guys make your way to the guard room mcguire is following behind you uh you, you it, it, there is no problem you go there you see umlal ketchka carlos and regdar uh carlos is sleeping i don't know what everybody else is doing what else what are you three doing <laughs> Well, I'm in the corner pretending to be in my torpor, which okay. I do instead of sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm fast asleep by now. Yeah, I'm asleep. I need to recharge all the powers I burned. Okay, so you guys, uh, well, if you guys, if you want to attempt to wake up because they're not being very quiet. Well, actually, let's hold off. So you, you go in there, you see that they're all sleeping. McGuire says, those are the guys. That's the Thrygreen. <laughs> That's the half-giant. <laughs> Uh, now you guys, he was not being quiet, so anyone who wants to make uh, a DC uh, 12 constitution save to wake up uh What do we have to roll do that. to not wake up? Uh, you just can choose not to wake up. Okay, I'm going gonna, gonna to do that. <laughs> I'm not actually like asleep, a, so... Snoring like a log. And, and th- Ketchka, you, you are awake, so you see McGuire pointing at you excitedly. <laughs> Regdar wakes uh, up. I should probably wake up, too. Do I roll to wake yep. up? You can roll. Just just uh, do a con. Nine. You are blissfully asleep. Unless uh, uh, you're still awake, awake you last time up. anyway. Yeah, I thought he woke it. up and opened yeah, but did an I eye. Go, and... I did, but did I, did I fall back asleep or am I still faking it? Uh, well, that's up to you, Jason. Would Carlos fall back asleep quickly? I, I think or Carlos, would, uh, would Carlos have fallen back asleep? How long has it been since yeah, those he'd run those straight back came asleep. in? I, I'd say it's probably been, I don't know, five, ten minutes. Not super long. I don't think Carl- Carlos had that dream about the worms again, and so <laughs> I think he's I think he's uh, not yet wow. been able to get back to sleep. Okay, and so uh, he's going to fe- feign waking up, and <laughs> as a Carlos wants to act as if a completely innocent person who doesn't know anything that's going on, which he doesn't. Uh, so he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to stay asleep. Uh, when no, a normal person would probably wake up when these people trundle in. So, so today, Carlos, Carlos is just going to be Carlos. Car- Carlos is cracking, <laughs> cracking an eye and not pretending to be asleep, but not jumping up and, and talking Carlos to the Carlos D. The dwarf. Crowd the D is for deception. <laughs> okay, so McGuire is like, those are the ones we need to we need to go back and tell Bresrick they're right here. No, Bresrick said that we were supposed to bring them up there. Oh, well, that's even better. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm yeah, opening my dude, eyes. pay attention to your voice. Uh, I'm going to say, what are, what are you doing in here? Why why are you disturbing our rest? We're trying to rest up for tomorrow's shift. What do you mean, what am I doing in here? You were the, you just broke into the master's cabin, and, and I told you to stay there. What are you talking about? That's ridiculous. We've been here all night, all evening. Uh, he's, he's not buying it because it's <laughs> I'm going clearly to roll an insight check and see if I buy this load of you, BS. Oh, feel free. 
<laughs> if Keshka's trying to deceive, uh, Keshka should roll a deception. Uh, okay, I'll do that. I have a 23 in my insight. That is a 17 for deception. So you do not. Presta does not buy what Ketchka is selling. <laughs> I never trust a Thrike Queen anyway. Whoa. Oh, whoa. oh <laughs> man. That's, uh, yeah, it's a rough world for a bug out there. Um, so how it's does a, my – I'm apparently telepathic life. as a Thrike Queen. You, you, you can uh, communicate telepathically with people. Now, if I do that, is it obvious mm-hmm. that the, the, the thoughts – Entering into their brain is coming from the th- the thrycreen, or yes. is it possible that they could think maybe that they're thinking that? Trying to throw your voice here. It is not possible that they would think that they are thinking whatever <laughs> you have. It, really it is basically just a way so you can communicate. Uh, that would be like you'd need to do a spell or something to compel someone to do something. All right, uh, so I'm going to just send out. Um, are, are both Presta and uh, Scale in the room here? Yes. I'll yes, shoot him a little telepathy saying, yeah. we're kind of in some trouble here, guys, but uh, <laughs> help telepathy out if you message. can. <laughs> 140 characters or less. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, McGuire's like, these are the ones we need to – so the big one, uh, the bug, and uh, that guy. <laughs> and he points to Regdar. Uh, those are the three that I saw. Okay, great. Well, listen, we'll, we'll take care of it. You can go back now to your shift, do your work, and we'll do our job and, and get this sorted out. Well, as she rightly pointed out, uh, Bresrek asked us to bring them back, so I, I really have to do what Bresrek said, right? And we should be doing that right now. I have some rope. We can tie them up. We can do anything with rope. Uh, you can't do that with rope. Have you ever tried to tie up a half-giant? I have not, but there's always a first time. And he's sleeping, <laughs> so how hard could it be? <laughs> well, these are our fellow guards, so I think that we should trust them and have all the information... Before we start tying up people that we may need to protect the caravan as we are paid to do in the first place. I think there might be a misunderstanding. <laughs> but Bresrek asked for us to bring them back. So we don't have to tie them up, but they have to definitely go back to Bresrek and talk to him. Sure. But I have I, no idea why you're here throwing out these baseless accusations, but there's no need to tie us up. We'll go willingly. Carlo sits up and says, what is going on? And can you keep it down? Some people are trying to sleep here. Apparently somebody uh, busted into Bresrek's cabin and tossed the place. And what? this uh, f- this fellow thinks it was it was some of our uh, compatriots here. I, I don't um, think I know it was those guys. And you, you, he points to Carlos. You look strong. You should help us bring these guys up to Brazil. So wait, did you did you actually see them break in? Uh, I did not see them break okay. in. <laughs> okay, so then why are you accusing them of breaking in? Because they there were are in, guards. They were in the cabin. Were you yeah, in that cabin at any point after the door like them. was broken? I gotta be honest, that does sound like them. <laughs> <laughs> the bug was telling me, uh, t- told us that he was trying to seduce the Bresrek and that the other two broke in because of some... Re- I didn't really follow it. That it is confusing. the most ridiculous thing I've <laughs> look, ever heard. Look, friend, I the agree. harshest desert wind is the wind of mistrust. <laughs> Let's back I only <laughs> over and sniff the guy's breath. <laughs> Followed only by the wind of Chipotle. Yes. Have, you, have, you been, have you been drinking on your shift, Have sir? you perhaps eaten eight bowls of stew and maybe had a bad dream? <laughs> I thought Scale was the one who sniffed everybody. Yeah, well, in this case, it's called for. I am not drunk. I know what happens. Bresrick has given us a direct order, and as guards, we need to follow Bresrick's orders. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, sure. Okay, let's go. <laughs>
All right, so you guys are. Somebody he, kick the half giant. We he shake the half giant awake. Umlal. What? what? <laughs> Five um, more minutes, guys. It's, it's okay. I have a plan. I whisper. <laughs> Oh, I'm no. so worried. Oh, no. I'm so worried. Toby says, I'll bring up the rear. You go first. <laughs> How hard would it be to like elbow this guy in the head <laughs> accidentally? It, it, you you can attack him if you are all uh, adventurers. You can easily overwhelm him. <laughs> if we attack him, we really need to just get off the caravan and get out of here and walk through the desert or steal something because... Bezrax wants to hear from us and I, I just it's hard to see how it's hard to see how we're going to get out of this regardless a, a, a much better idea is to I'm turn this into a legal drama where we will prove our innocence because it seems to me like scale has clearly multi-class in lawyer yeah because that's going to work with our huge charisma you guys I have a lot of charisma so far our strategy seems that's to be one. to confuse everybody until we hope it's that they just walk away. Amlal Amlal pulls out from under the bed a briefcase which he opens up and like puts a little necktie on. He's like, I'll have you know. I am Amlal Esquire. I'm very close to walking away. I am just a simple half giant. I will point out that uh, I'll describe the room. So the guards room that you're in right now is kind of a simple barracks. There is a door that you can close. Uh, the guard is in front of the door, but it could be easily closed with a free action by anyone. Uh, everybody else uh, is on this level. Uh, there's one other guard, you know, by the secure cargo area uh, who has a name that I wrote down, but I forget what it is. Um, uh, so other than that, when you were coming down, this this level is empty. Uh, the common area is empty. Everybody's outside eating. Uh, it is dark, so uh, it is darkly illuminated. Uh, I mean, you can all see, but uh, it, it it is not like bright daylight. Uh, so there, you go. whatever plans you want to put into that, uh, I just give you this information. Let's do it. Let's talk to him. Okay, that is not what I thought you guys would do. So off you go. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> This is fine. <laughs> this is the fun of D&D, right, everybody? Right? Yay! <laughs> uh, so you go back up uh, to the... Uh, Magua- Toby is taking the, the back because he, he's kind of confused and he doesn't know who to trust here. Uh, and he's afraid that something's going to happen and you're going to try and attack him. Uh, Carlos, are you going with him? He says you don't really need to come with us if you don't want to. I am. I, I'm not going to come with them. And then after they leave, I'm going to trail behind them and okay. keep an eye on them. But I, I don't want I don't want uh, uh, Toby. You don't to- want to confuse anybody with your presence? I don't want Toby. Well, I, first off, I want deniability, and second, I don't want Toby to know that I'm uh, I'm nearby in case I'm needed to surprise. Oh, so do, why, do, why don't you roll a uh, stealth check? Yeah, uh, it's a it's a five. Okay. <laughs> so unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, Toby looks back a few times, and he makes it clear that he sees you're following. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 uh, but you, Carlos, kind of like whistles and like, you know, oh, I'm just, uh, my legs, I need to stretch my legs. Yeah. Uh, well, you fine. woke me up, guys. <laughs> so I'm going to take a little walk around here before I go back to bed. Uh, see, there you go. And as you pass by the secure cargo area, uh, El Farek, which is the guard's name, mm. uh, waves to scale. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> he he has a look about him. He's like, what's what's going on? He whispers to you as you pass by. So we, we caught someone trying to break into... Uh... <laughs> The, the room, and now we're being blamed for it when we were the ones investigating. 
Well, that's outrageous. I, I'm sure Bresrek uh, will, will, you know, solve all this. So of course. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> so, you guys, I'm assuming you just want to go to Bresrek's office uh, with Carlos kind of um, following along. So, you get there. <laughs> uh, Bresrek is there. Uh, did I describe this cabin before? Let's see. Well, you didn't well, tell us did about just, the strong box under the bed. <laughs> There was a strong box <laughs> under the bed, uh, which you you did not find. So is this on the upper deck? This is on the upper deck. So the upper deck is... Um, this is the master's cabin? This is the master's cabin. <laughs> Wait, uh, here's a, here, I have a question. Because yes. of... Um, is your uh, Steve, does your three-cream telepathic ability work both ways? Can you pick up other people's thoughts, or can you only send thoughts into people's heads? That's a good question. Uh, Dungeon Master? I would believe that you can only send thoughts. Oh. Mm. Uh-huh. Sorry, and let's move everybody. Everybody, move yeah, yourself that, to that's the. Because uh, you can be like, like wink if yes, not if no. Wink exactly. if yes, not I'm, if no. I'm gonna try to whisper to Kachko, like maybe we can convince him that this guard was the one who broke in and rifled the place, and we are being blamed for it. <laughs> that's just what I was thinking. We do a little high five. Uh, Kachko doesn't need to whisper yes. because you can telepath. That was in, that was in his mind. He was here. <laughs> What? Uh, okay. What sorcery is this? <laughs> just saying. Uh, and psionics actually in Dark Sun are well accepted, whereas sorcery is not. So you would not freak out about what that. What psionics? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you you guys make it up there. Uh, McGuire comes with you. You, uh, I'll explain. So the this is the top of the caravan, uh, partially open. There's a, a flat deck where this circle that says catapult in between uh, on it. Uh, there's a catapult there, uh, and so it is so that you can see all around the caravan in case there's any kind of attack. Uh, you can mount uh, an, an offensive from there. There's a guard manning the catapult uh, as you pass by. He's kind of you. Nobody has met this guard before. He's a little confused, but he doesn't ask anything. As you walk up the stairs, you notice you go by the bridge. There's a, a dwarf there uh, who looks like it's uh, communicating with the giant. Uh, beetles that are pulling the um, caravan, which is not in motion at the moment, so they're not pulling uh, anything, but he's just calming it down to make sure it's okay. You pass a couple of locked doors, you don't know what's back there, uh, and then you, you go down the hallway, uh, you pass past the catapult, uh, which uh, Amlal noticed before is big enough to hold a man, so you could theoretically catapult a corpse if you'd like. <laughs> I say theoretically. Uh, you walk down the, the hallway. There's a locked door, which uh, is marked passengers, because that's passengers are there. Uh, and you go into as... Uh, so some of you have not been here. Actually, you've all been here. So you walk past the broken door. You go into Bresrick's cabin. In there is Bresrick. Uh, Hoteth, who is the, the half-giant charge of the guards. Uh, our good friend Toby and McGuire, uh, two... Two eyewitnesses, count them, two eyewitnesses uh, are all in uh, Bresrick's cabin. And Carlos, uh, you want to be in Bresrick's cabin or? I'm like in the hallway. Okay. Whistling quietly to himself. Yep. Guys, Regdar and Ketchka are up there. Now you, we've got Ulal and Ketchka and Regdar. Now, I have a quick question about my bardic inspiration. Can that be used on me? Can I inspire myself? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think you can. I don't think you can either, right. but uh, one of those Unless questions. change things a lot for 5th edition. We'll look in 
The player's others. handbook. Others one, will there. One go. creature other than yourself. Sorry, you cannot. Boo. Boo. So, uh... You inspire me, Kachka. Maguire, who is the the guard that was in the cabin, uh, I believe, right? Am I getting this right? It doesn't matter. He says, uh, those are the ones. Uh, and Toby says, yes, these are the three that uh, broke in here, Bresrick. Uh And so Bresrick says, well, what, what do you... Explain yourselves. This is ridiculous. Why were you in my cabin? We've been in the guards, the guards' room all night, resting. And these two come down, or these three come down here and wake us up and disturb our rest and start throwing out these racist allegations. I can tell what's going on here. They just don't like three Kree, and they're probably from Urek. Holtek says, search them. So, <laughs> uh, they, so they search uh, you three, uh, and they find, I believe on Ketchka and Regdar, they find a token with the insignia of Sham on it that you were given uh, for uh, free rides in the caravan in the first uh, section of the adventure that we played. Also uh, some spooky spooky tattoos. And some spooky, spooky Guys, tattoos. This that is a that means nothing. That's regularly handed out by Sham for people who've done good work for his caravan. If anything... You- if anything, this should indicate that we do good work for for yeah, various Yeah, we were honest up houses. front about our, our previous work with House Shom. We don't work for them anymore. So why did you break into my cabin, says Bresrick. We didn't break into anything. We've been asleep are you, all night. Are you saying Toby and Maguire, two of my most trusted guards, who I have been with on multiple caravans, uh, are lying and I should take your word over them? It's two, a long these con. People, these two three obviously people, did. <laughs> Three people who I have just met. I have no idea what you're... You're carrying tokens from House Sham. Uh, and frankly, the story that they told me is nonsensical, but I'm still believing that you broke it. I'm not sure why. Why would we break in Point and steal nothing? we didn't nothing? steal anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What were you looking for? We weren't looking for anything. We weren't even here. Well, who did this then? Probably these two idiots that you that dragged us up here. Yeah. Look, they're either incompetent and they did it, or they're incompetent and they're trying to blame it on somebody else. Um, well, I will point out that Toby and Maguire both have keys to my office, my my cabin. So why would they break the door down? And before you tell me that they would do that so it would look like it wasn't them, <laughs> I, I don't buy it. They just why would we smart be enough dumb enough that? to break the door down when we could just shake them down for the keys? That's a good question. <laughs> I've seen this Scott the DM. I would like to point out that uh, neither one of these guys had said that they saw uh, these folks breaking into the, the cabin. So, all right, well, like actually somebody, don't have somebody's been hitting the stew a little hard. And, <laughs> all right, well, uh, we do know that you, Bresrek, uh, Holtex says, well, we know that you people, you three, were in this cabin. What do you mean by you people? And the, well, he's a half-giant, too, so... <laughs> Whoa, that makes it okay? <laughs> yes. Some of his best friends are half-giants. Now, if you... You, uh, you three were here. The door was broken at some indeterminate time. So if you can explain to us why you were here uh, in the Master's Cabin, where you had no right to be, and it, then perhaps uh, we can forget this matter. But uh, it seems unlikely. However, go ahead. <laughs> I really didn't like that door. <laughs> So now you're admitting that you broke in, you broke the door. No, I'm just saying it, it didn't look great Look on the way in. <laughs> All right. We were trying to cover for our friend Amul. He <laughs> recently found out his brother had passed away under violent circumstances. Sometimes he sleepwalks and goes into fugue states. You know, he's still grieving. It's just temporary. He's a good worker. He is a bizarre uh, accident. Right? 
It, I have to admit, it does look like a half giant just sort of raged around this place. I mean, hopefully nothing important was broken that can't be repaired. Nothing was taken. I mean, he, was, he was, was sleepwalking. Taken. That's true. Next time we'll make sure we, 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 we all kind of fell asleep at the same time. Next time we'll make sure that, you know, we tie him down before he goes to sleep. And I'm going to telepathically send to Brezrek uh, this thought. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so well. Now, keep in mind you are not sending him a thought. Oh. You are telepathically communicating with him so he will know. <laughs> I'm, say, I'm saying, I'm thinking this. You're a very attractive man. <laughs> oh, oh god we're dead Kotska, Kotska has never learned the lesson that one lie is better than two <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going with Jason we're walking I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there he doesn't Guys, have to tie it to anything else okay. a couple days away, away from Tyr if we're going to get kicked off the caravan You're now's the time only a couple days from retirement <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, only, we're only a couple days out from Tyr right? Uh, that's true yeah Actually, one day. This is the first day that you've rested. Well, one day so. on a caravan. Yeah, we, <laughs> we did not take us long. Really fast. Yeah. yeah. Yay us. Look, this isn't the first time Regdar has been fired from a caravan on day one. <laughs> Who is supposed to be at the guard post at your door? I ask Brezrek. Uh, that is a good question. Nobody was guarding my door in particular. Uh, Toby was manning the catapult. Uh, oh. and, so, but, Toby, where were you when when the door was actually broken down. Like, why didn't you stop them from... Oh, uh, well, here's from a, the thing. a sleepwalking half-giant. Seems like that might, you know, be something you noticed. I did notice uh, them gathering by the door. But then, for some reason, uh, I decided it would be a great idea to get them stew. <laughs> All right, I immediately look at Brezrick and just, like, kind of tilt my head, like, really? <laughs> These are the guys you're trusting. <laughs> As if some kind of strange force compelled me to do it. Uh, and Brezrek, I know exactly what you feel like. I sleepwalk. <laughs> <laughs> Brezrek makes a, like some kind of sign of superstition. Uh, as if uh, <laughs> he, he does not like these kinds of strange goings-on in, on his caravan. Soup, uh, but not stew? Uh, it's really confusing. So. Uh, now, now, Ketchka, are you attempting to seduce Brezrek? <laughs> no, I'm simply, I'm simply just sending that thought out there. Because we have we have covered that uh, seduction in Dungeons and Dragons is a mathematical thing, so yes, uh, as it should be in real life. Uh, okay, so Brezrek <laughs> looks at you, Ketchka, very quizzically, uh, and just shakes his head, and he says, "I thought bringing you three up here would make this more apparent what happened, but now I'm even more confused <laughs> than I was before." <laughs> So you you will have me believe that your half-giant friend, suffering from post-traumatic stress syndrome after finding out that his brother died, uh, found his way up to the third level uh, of the, the caravan uh, without anyone seeing him uh, and broke down the door, uh, which Toby did not see. He did not see uh, – well, he says, actually, Toby, you were here. Was was the the half giant by himself sleepwalking, uh, and Toby says, uh, "No, they were all together, and they were talking to the half giant." So I don't think he was sleepwalking. Well, he woke up. We were we were chasing him down. Talks uh, in sleep too. So. Sometimes I get disoriented. <laughs> also, a door killed my brother, so I just really I mean I'm taking vengeance. Here, look, I can fix all this. I pick up the remains of the door and sort of like loosely put it back on the <laughs> there door. Fixed. Done. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, 
Why don't, Dan, why don't you roll a deception check for me? <laughs> That's going to go great. And we will see if Bresrek buys your story. <laughs> Is it too late for me to give him some inspiration? Uh, Probably. So you can give him some inspiration. Inspiration, though, is usually you like playing a song or something, so it's a little obvious that you're doing it. Can you You just sing a song? You you can telepathically like hum a little thing for him, so sure. Mm -hmm. Do a good job on your deception check. Please. All right, you've got... uh, You are such a pretty giant. (laughs) You've got an extra 1d6 on that check. Sweet. Aha! 20. All right, so uh, Bresrek uh, strokes his chin, looks at you, and says, Well, that sounds about right. (laughs) 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 But I'm going to keep a close eye on you three uh, because... uh, I don't know. Something shifty about you people. There there are... uh, Really, you think? (laughs) <laughs> but get out of my cabin. All right. Bye. We're going. We're going. We're going. We're out of here. Car- Carlos takes off at that point, so he's not seen uh, with the others. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear, you hear Bresrek and Hotel. Uh, hotel. <laughs> <laughs> hotel and his brother Motel. <laughs> <laughs> the half giant discussing uh, the problem of hiring cheap guards. Cheap. Uh, <laughs> Slave labor is much better than this free uh, guard. It labor. is, uh, and you notice as as the the days go by in the caravan that uh, two guards are now stationed outside of uh, Bresrek's cabin uh, permanently. Uh, neither of which are Toby nor McGuire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have ruined those guys' upward mo- yeah. mobility, and, and we made some uh, friends. If everybody wants to roll a perception check, uh, which you should, uh, anyone who gets over a, f- <laughs> Fail. a a ten should tell me. Yeah, 14. I got a 20. Okay, so you all notice, and it's fairly obvious, that uh, several guards are keeping a close eye on you, uh, just in general. Uh, They're watching what you're doing uh, as if you are not trusted. Uh, You three in particular, so uh, uh, Dan, uh, Tony, and... um, I make sure to to sleepwalk every night. (laughs) (laughs) That is smart. All right, but for, all right. So after we leave here, do we all go to the guards' room? Is that what happens? Uh, yes, you can go to the guards' room. Yes, there's you still time sleep. for our long rest. All right, yeah. Uh, before, before that happens, as soon as we get in there, I say, "Okay, guys, what is going on? What actually <laughs> happened?" Because I don't believe a word of any of your six different stories. <laughs> I, and I vouched you know, for you, and I got you here, and I would like to know what is going on. Do you guys want to roll deception on her? I <laughs> would. I'm also like to know what is going. on. <laughs> Yeah, I have to say, I was there. All the different stories, I'm starting to forget which one's the real one. <laughs> now, I don't know. At, at this point, Presta, does Presta know that you are looking for the, the, nope. the Beatles? Okay. Not a so, clue. So Presta has no. no idea what you guys are doing. <laughs> no. Presta, so, we are concerned. We are, we're on a mission. And we are concerned right. that there might be contraband on this this. Caravan. We have been. What, ca- what caravan doesn't have contraband? That's that's. Well, a this thing. is particularly bad contraband, and we've been we've been uh, offered a reward uh, to determine if there is any on 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 the uh, what, the caravan. What kind of contraband? Uh, what's, what's, what's so bad? Mind controlling beetles. I don't know what those are, or do I? Well, they're bad. <laughs> you don't know what they are. It's Saskatchewan they're beetles, they're beetles or that that like burrow under your skin and control you and turn you into kind of a zombie. And we have been whoa, whoa, whoa! Mind here. control beetles. Mind right. control beetles. 
I shiver. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's doubly bad, right? Because Beatles, I mean, that's bad. And then <laughs> ones that control your mind, extra bad. Huh. Well, what makes you think that, that there are any on, on board this caravan? We've been told that they're getting into, they're being smuggled via caravans. So we were asked to check out this specific caravan. Hmm. Okay. And how much progress have you made on finding anything out? Clearly, progress is a strong word. Actually, we, we've made a lot of progress. Uh, Scale has searched the secure cargo, and Omlal uh, uh, searched the cargo bay uh, during uh, Kochka's Hootenanny. Mm-hmm. We've established a lot of places where there are no beetles. And let's and let's be That's honest, um, the master's quarters they also searched, which is why those purple <laughs> pants were askew on the there. floor. And there were no beetles in any of these places that we checked. Would it be helpful to review which places we have not searched just as part of our uh, ongoing mission? I will tell you that. Uh, you did not search uh, the room that is directly next to the guards' room that you are all in right now. <laughs> Uh, you have not searched the common area. Uh, there is this driver's room offices, which you have not gone into. You have checked both the secure cargo areas. Uh, you know this unlabeled uh, room on the main deck is uh, the kitchen. You haven't searched the kitchen. Uh, you have searched the cargo bay uh, on the cargo deck. You have not searched the handler's room. Uh, you looked into the water room. Uh, you did not search the room that is next to that one. Uh, or the one next to that one on the cargo bay. Uh, you did not search on the upper deck. You did not search the bridge or the two adjoining rooms. Uh, you did not search the passengers' rooms uh, on the, the upper deck, uh, nor that unlabeled room um, there. You did search the master's cabin. Uh, and I would assume that as you were going through, you searched the, the deck with the catapult, uh, which would probably be the worst place ever to hide anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Unless it was in the catapult. Oh, that's true. You did look in the catapult too, though. <laughs> no so, one expects that. It wasn't the there. catapult. <laughs> well, my, so my concern is that these guys are going to be watched now. So what we might want to do is take uh, take a rest tonight, and then after our shift tomorrow, perhaps continue continue the search. Do you think about that? I feel like they're on. They're watching us right now, including you know we're here with them, so they're watching. Mm-hmm. Well, they're definitely watching too, the three of us alert. who got into might, the shenanigans. It might make sense for the, the three of us to kind of you know lay low. Yeah, Just do your job maybe. For, yeah. yeah, well, let's not go crazy. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> do your job. I, I have one more question. Traditionally bad way you do them. Does Amlal actually sleepwalk, and should I be worried about that? It's <laughs> a good question. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm fine. Okay. Just, I'm, just, I'm just sad about my brother. That was just That's a clever all. deception. <laughs> so clever. <laughs> the first one ever. <laughs> and it, you see, the beauty of it was that it was fairly straightforward. It was easy. I could understand uh-huh. what he was saying. <laughs> Here, hold this still. Uh, <laughs> yes. One simple lie versus a fusillade <laughs> of confusion might be more uh, effective. Katska and I have different ways of figuring out how we're going to navigate situations. <laughs> uh, so if you would like to... So you guys have not rested... Uh, you have slept, but you have, have an uninterrupted uh, sleep, so you have not done a long rest as of yet. Uh, you can, or you can continue to search uh, whatever you'd like to do. Let me know. Well, I've done enough for the night, so I'm going to fold up my assorted limbs and go into my torpic state. I yeah. will also take a nap. What is this room next to the guard room here? Uh, would you like to check it out? It's well, unlabeled. I mean, that seems suspicious. 
Right. I'm just wondering if we happen to know what it is. Uh, like, well, you, is you've noticed. So open? There's a sign on the door that says Beetle Cargo. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, so if you, there's you, nobody <laughs> around, then, uh, you know, I, this whole mind control beetle thing has really given me the willies. So I would, uh, yeah. I would well, like to know if there's anything well, I can do right should. away before they put somebody on us and have us watched all the time. Uh, well, you know, uh, I, you have been uh, more observant in general than most people are. So you would notice that the caravan, in addition to having cargo and guards, has some people who have paid for passage. Uh, and that is another passenger's room. Uh, oh, okay. You don't know who you, – you've probably seen who's in there. So it's uh, a couple of elves um, who are, you know, kind of where – what passes for fancy garb on Athos, uh, so it has slightly less de- uh, sand on it than other people's. <laughs> uh, they keep to themselves. They generally stay in their room. They haven't left the room um, at all since you have seen them. Uh, okay. Now, I've been on quite a few caravans. Have I mm-hmm. noticed anything, now that I'm thinking about it, that uh, about the way this caravan operates that's any any different from, from what I'm used to? Anything suspicious going on? Uh, no, it op- it operates fairly uh, normally. They uh, you stop at uh, sunset. Uh, everyone camps. Uh, they have uh, watches, routine watches. Outriders go off in front of the caravan to make sure that there are no, no dangers. Uh, there are a bunch of slaves that handle most of the menial labor. Um, this uh, most of the caravans you've been on haven't had passengers generally because they've just been mostly cargo. Uh, this one happens to have some passengers on it, but that's not unusual. It's just that you hadn't signed on to any of those in particular. Uh, now, do the passengers is there are their belongings all kept in the passengers' cabins, or do we notice them being loaded in elsewhere? Uh, well, you would notice that the, they have kept some of the, they have a couple of chests with them when when the caravan was being loaded. They had some of their own possessions that they took themselves, uh, and you also know that there are these two secure cargo areas which contain more of their their valuables. Um, which scale has could share? I don't know if scale wants to share this or not, but she sure. has checked those out already uh, and has not found any sign of beetles there. Okay, but much uh, loot is in there. Should you want to steal it. Meh. I'm just saying, it's a possibility. We're not really thieves. Maybe at the end. <laughs> we're, we're on a mission here. It's a lot of work to steal stuff and then make it stay hidden and steal yours We've for noticed. like a week. We've noticed. Like I'm, I'm, I think we're more of the steal stuff the day before we pull into port kind of guys, right? Mm. Or we can run. Yeah. Mm. That is true. Uh, so if you, if nobody wants to do anything other than, you know, kind of peek into the passenger room, uh, well, not peek in, but just remember that there are passengers in there, uh, the night passes uneventfully. You all rest up. Some of you were on watch uh, for the evening, uh, so you have a shift of watch. Uh, nothing happens. Uh, you do notice, uh, Keshka, you are on watch. You notice uh, that all the other uh, guards have one person with them. You have three guards with you in your station for some reason. <laughs> just the way I like it. <laughs> uh, but other, than, I mean, they don't—they don't say anything. They—they they seem to be a little more alert towards your movements than uh, perhaps what's happening on the the perimeter. Oh, they're into uh, me. It happens. <laughs> he does you, like an audience. He's a bard, after that's all. That's true. You are an attractive Thrakrin. Um and uh, yep, yeah, that's it. The, you all are fully rested, and uh, you get half your hit dice back if you have used any uh all of your spells and all that good stuff we get all our hit points back over rest uh yes Mm -hmm. yeah 